Morning and welcome to the drive. Uh, it is late right now. Actually, I one of my days off from the gym, so I slept in till after seven, which is huge for me. And uh, I got to catch up on sleep once in a while, at least two days a week. And so that's what I did this morning. But uh, yeah, it is Friday, uh, March twenty fourth, and I uh, hope you guys are doing well. Uh, we're continuing on in the book of Colossians, looking at a verse here, a couple of verses there. And just going down, going through it, and we're in Colossians chapter 4 this morning. One of the things that actually struck me is probably part of a verse that commentate. well, I know it's part of a verse that commentators don't really focus on. And um, not that it's not important, but they look at the people that Paul is listing uh, in verses you know, 9 and 10 and 12. But... The end of last part of verse 9 of Colossians 4. Let me just read it and then I'll explain what, what is on my heart and uh, what I think is important for us as Christ followers and in ministry. Um, he's talking about Onesius, uh, Onesimus, a faithful and beloved brother who's one of you. And he said this in, in Colossians 4, 9, second part. They will make known to you all things which are happening here. Now, that seems just like a tag, like an end of a sentence that um, we were just talking about, like these faithful people, and make known to you what is going on, what is happening. And I think that's significant because, you know, thinking about ministry in the last 18 to 20 years, uh, the biggest, I guess the biggest difficulties that I've had, you know, uh, in my last church with the pastors and leadership is... When there's lack of communication, that's when we're not on the same page. And that's that's kind of a pattern that would happen in our last church. And so we made it a point to meet more uh, on a regular basis and to talk about ministry and what's going on and what God is doing and uh, the ways in which he's working and um, the things that we can pray for, you know, the people that need help, like... The more we communicated, the more we're on the same page, the more we can work as one body of Christ. And so I think this, this little sentence, I think it's incredibly important because, man, don't be afraid to over-communicate when you're talking about the things of the Lord. Like, make known what is going on. Like, I love knowing what is going on because then I know what to pray for. Now, I don't take information that, you know, as the as a lead pastor of, of Calvary Chapel Mobile, I know a lot of things about a lot of individuals that no one else knows. And what I'm doing with that information is praying for them, talking to them, ministering them, helping them any way that I can, not spreading it around, not judging them, not whatever, but praying for them and, and talking to them and ministering from that vantage point. Like we need to know what's going on in one another's lives. We just do. And, uh, you know, I always say it, but when we get together for men's things, it probably takes about 30 to 40 minutes for us, for the guys to get comfortable, just small talk, you know, talking about life, talking about work, talking about home, talking about whatever it is, you know, the handful of things that guys talk about. But after a while, then they're ready. They feel comfortable enough to, okay, let's sit down. Let's talk about the word. Let's talk about what you're going through. Let's pray for each other. And that's so important because communicating will help us to know how we need to lift one another up. And so make known. And 
Here's what is not healthy when you make known all your stuff, all the stuff you're going through to everyone, right? There's sin in a multitude of words. The Bible's clear on that. And so know who you're talking to. Think about the recipient that you're sharing to or that you're listening to. It's, it's, it's important because we want people that we love. We want people that we trust. We want people that are grounded, totally grounded and established in the word of God. They will answer biblically, not opinion, but biblical. And I think that's so important, but over communicate, man, in my last church, um, uh, I love my lead pastor and, and I, I realized pretty quick that when I'm doing something with the youth or with the college and career, or with a marriage group or with missions or with the community groups or whatever, all these ministries I'm running, when I, you know, did something different, I would definitely let him know because he didn't, because his thing was he didn't want to be surprised. Oh, what, what are you guys doing? You know, like he wanted to be informed of what's going on. So so he knew what to pray for. So he knew what was happening. So he wasn't like, I don't, no one told me what was going on. And so it was really healthy for us to get together a couple times a week. And I mean, I worked in the church office, so we were there all week together, right? But but really concerned, intentionally getting together and praying with one another for an hour. And we would get together and have a meeting about what is going on, you know, in the church, with people, with ministries, so we can know how to come alongside, so we can know what ministries are going on, so we can know what the future holds for the church as the Lord leads. And so over-communicate, <laughs> over-communicate. That is fine, you know. Um, I think that's a huge thing. And I think the Apostle Paul, as he wrote Colossians, as he wrote 13 you know, letters in the New Testament, he did, he communicated, he in detail. I mean, look, look at all of his letters. There, there's so much. It's so they're so dense. They're short, but they communicate a lot of truth and a lot of information. And so instead of holding things in, saying, "Oh, they don't need to know that," chances are they probably need to know that, whatever that is, you know. And so communication. God has created us to be communicators. He's created us to share with one another. He's created us to be vulnerable as we're going through something. If I'm going through something, you know, I'm going to call. I have a handful, probably four or five pastor friends who I trust to be real with me, to give me biblical counseling, to, to help me out, to, um, to give me an outside perspective. And so I call all of them. Usually I call at least a couple of them to over-communicate, to make sure, like, I'm on track, to make sure I'm leaning upon others who love the Lord as well. That's what discipleship is. That's what community is. That's what fellowship is. It's not just surface level. You know, it goes deeper. But in order to go deeper, we've got to let people know. We've got to let someone know what's going on. And so that's why I just love this little, <laughs> this little sentence. You know, it reminds me, over-communicate. That's okay. You know, um, don't hold back. Don't hold it all in. Don't be passive about it. But let other fellow believers know what's going on and be available to listen to hear what other believers have to say as well. So they will make known to you all things which are happening here. Keep each other up to date about what's going on, about your walk with the Lord, about 
the struggles at your job, about um, the, the huge decisions that you need to pray for. Let's keep each other up to date. Communicate, communicate, and communicate some more. You know, that's the way God designed it. He communicates with us. We communicate with one another. So God bless you guys. I hope that was an encouragement. Have a blessed rest of your Friday, and we'll talk to you in the morning.